Today's Misila Yisharim was dedicated L'Hatzlacha of Shlomo ben Golda Be'ezrat Hashem and the Zichut of the Limud HaTorah The Zichut of the Tzedakah Shlomo ben Golda Shibimatzleah v'chom ma'asei adav Ben Beruhaniyut, Ben Begashmiyut, Amen Okay, so Friday You guys weren't here, but Friday we started The 20th Perek of Mesil Zishar the 20th parak of Mesir Zisharim is called Mishkala Hasidut, which is the decision-making process of one who is a Hasid. Okay? Now, even though uh, I'm not a Hasid, I don't know about you, but still, there's a lot to learn from how a Hasid has to make decisions to how, how I have to make decisions as well. Okay? And we're going to learn a lot, a lot about, because life is completely about decision making. And every single step of the ladder of growth requires decision making. And Zahirut, Zerizut, Nikiyut, every single aspect of growth requires decision making and Therefore, even though, for whatever reasons discussed in some of the commentaries, why the Bricer of Pinchas Ben Yoy decided to bring, why in this place of Hasidus, in this high level of the Bricer, of the ladder of Pinchas Ben Yoy, did the Mesil Sisharim decide to make Mishkala Hasidus? So there's a lot to learn from this. So on Friday we started, and really Mesil Zisharim is going to repeat it in the paragraph we're up to. If you look up the paragraph, Ube'emet. I don't know if by you, in your book, it's a new paragraph or not. But the words are, Ube'emet shelo yuchal ish lahatzliach b'mishkal hazer. See that? It should be towards the beginning. Right, you see that? A person cannot be matzliach. Show them where it is. You have the same book? That a person cannot be matzliach in decision making. Ella b'shloishadvarim, the three conditions that need to be met. Sheelibo yosha shabalavavos, shaloti epiniyosa el lasas nuach ruach lefanov, meaning your motives have to be pure. Veloy zulas zeklal, okay. I'm going to read the whole paragraph and then I'll explain it a little better to you, okay? After you know that your motives are pure, okay? Let's say you're deciding what yeshiva to go to, for example, okay? So you have to make sure, you want to make sure that you're going to the right yeshiva that's best for your growth, right? The first thing is you have to make sure your motive is pure. Because maybe you're picking a yeshiva because your friends are gone. And you have phone ball. Or you want to think that you're going to have a better name if you go to another issue, right? So a lot of times there's other bad midot that come into the decision-making without realizing that you're trying to justify a bad midot, you know? So the first thing is you have to make sure the first and foremost reason why I pick a yeshiva is to reach my potential and to grow. Okay, so now I'm clear that I'm willing to do that and I'm willing to sacrifice for that because that's why I'm going to yeshiva or whether it's a shidduch, or whatever, it's sending your child to a certain yeshiva, or picking a place to live, or going to a certain shul to daven, whatever it may be. There's thousands of decisions we have to make constantly, right? So the point is, you first have to make sure that your motives are pure, 
that means that you're trying to figure out what the Ratzon Hashem is. That's a very important thing, and there's a lot of work that goes into that. Because we're very weak people. The second thing you have to do is, you have to calculate with Seichel, all of the parts of the decision that you're making. Even if your motive is pure, but this still has to be thought out. How you're going to actually achieve it, or do it, or should you do it, or not. We'll see a little bit more what that means um, as we go through the parak. You'll understand it a little better. Okay, so the second step. Oh, I thought you're not at Yisrael. I came back you're joking. Yeah. Wow, unbelievable. Baruch Abba. Okay, so now. The second part is you have to think things through. Got it? Okay? Step number three in decision making is Yishlach Hashem We're going to have to learn about this deep stuff going down here. But first let's get the general. If a person's lacking even in one of these conditions, if your motives aren't pure, so even if you meet the other two conditions, you will fail in your decision. Even if your motives were pure, and you had betochen, but you weren't thinking things through properly, or you had good motives, and well thought out, but you didn't have betochen. It's very hard to say you're not going to fall. Ach. But if you're going to meet all three conditions in your decision making, which is what? Pure motives. Thinking it through. And, and reliance on Hashem. As... Yelach betach be'emes v'loyuna lo'ikolra. Then you have a right to assume that you will succeed. Hashem protects his chasidim. Big stuff going down here. This is only the introduction to the parak. You'll understand what he's trying to say as we learn it through. So there's a few klalim we have to pull out over here. Klal number one is that people jump quickly to betochen, betochen, betochen. And we have to realize the betochen is a part. But the Messiah Hashem says, Mefurish, Messiah Hashem says, Mefurish, that betochen doesn't work without pure motives and decision-making calculations. You got it? So sometimes people hide behind betochen to save themselves in life from having to make decisions. You got it? That's a very important insight. I'm going to show you how to develop that. That's misusing betochen. Using betochen to get out of your responsibilities. Follow? That's a big subject. 
used a lot in life. Okay? But on the other hand, you have to make cheshbonis. But you have to have betochen too. And that's also another massive topic because I understand betochen is a chiyuv and a mitzvah. We have to always have betochen. Always. Right? But the Basil Shalom is saying a deep thing. Basil Shalom is saying is betochen is a piece of the decision. How does betochen become a chalik of the decision? Yeah, it's a lambda shakash, I'm asking. Let's see if the Ramchaps I'm saying. I mean like this. You could say this. In everything in life, you have to be talking. You go to work, you don't know if you're going to be matzlech or not. You have to rely on Hashem. You get married, you don't know if it's going to be matzlech or not. You do what you have to do. You rely on Hashem. Right? Everything you have to rely on Hashem. So, that's an old story. So, I'll tell you like this also. Decision making means having the pure motive, because not having a pure motive ruins your calculations. They're not correct. So I have to have that. And then I make all the calculations. I make the decision. Finish decision making over. About you have to have betochen Hashem that you made the right decision. Because if you don't have betochen in anything in life, you're not going to be matzleach. That's, that's a cloud called the Bachayim. That has nothing to do with this. But the Messiah Zisharim is saying a deeper azach, a deeper thing. Masil Sisharim is saying that the, the, in the decision gufa, I have to calculate betochen in the decision gufa. What's the pirush hadava? You understand what I'm saying? Let me try to explain it like this a little bit, okay? So the point is like this. If let's say, um, if I feel that the outcome of what I'm trying to do, that I have to make sure that that is done. Okay? That pressure that goes on a person that I have to achieve it and I have to do it. Right? I have to be mechanach my children. I have that responsibility. I have that achrayas. But the outcome of how they turn out is exactly totally in my work and my ishtadlis. Then at certain times I'm going to go overboard and do too much and try to manipulate results. And the pressure may change the way I behave in the decision making. So when I go in to make the decision that I have to mechanach my children, and I have to make decisions to be mechanach them, if at the same time I understand that all I am doing is what's mutl on me, but at the end, the success is not me, then that changes my approach even in the actual decision-making of myself that I make. Understand that, Oymik? That's a deep point. That means, if I'm calculating what's needed from me in the decision, where's the Yodai Magas? Where do you go to? The Territ says, I only go to the Steps before results. Results is not my responsibility. So if results are not my responsibility, then that changes the amount of pressure and what I have to try to do to get results because the results is not me. So therefore, cheshbening and betochen in the actual calculation of the decision changes the calculations of the decision. That's the deep point that Masil Sisharim is saying. Very deep. See, Masil Sisharim is not shy. 
He's not talking about the media of betochen. He's talking about understanding the fundamentals of betochen in your decision making. Okay, so again, Silsa Sharp says we all have to make decisions in life. Okay? Now, for people, decision making is a very difficult thing. It creates anxiety. It creates a lot of things for people. People do not like making decisions. And we're seeing this more and more, especially in Shaduchim when it comes today. Nobody wants to make decisions. Everybody's having anxiety from here to next year. If a Navi, if a Ba'ru HaKodesh, you give him the names and he does fancy schmancy zakhar, he says, this is Vazda good Shidduch. Okay, Akshav Ani Ragua. Then I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? This is a big problem in Shaduchim. Big. You follow? So some people want to go out and speak only to their tithers, because they hope that if their tithers overtake them, they won't have to make a decision. Like this, the body decided on its own. Okay? That's flawed. Okay? So, then if they don't do it that way, it's going to have to come down to decision-making. And then decision-making is very hard for people. Not Forget about what their motives are, they're just decision-making is hard. Right? And it's such a big decision. It's the decision of a lifetime. And on a spiritual angle, it's mamish, your whole, madregas, hachayim, boil mazeh, boil is dependent on it. So, Yitzhahara knows how to really scare the living daylights out of people. Ah, oh, this is mamish, a the kashverizach. Right? So there we have shaduchim anxiety. Every professional who deals with people, or any rabbi who deals with people, all know that this is a pandemic, you know what I'm saying? So you have to open up the Masil Zisharm. And Masil Zisharm says there's a cloud. It's called Ragle Hasidav Yishmor. Now you don't have to be a Hasid to get this thing. You could be a Hasid in this one thing. You don't have to be a Hasid in your whole life. You're a Hasid in this. That means you want to do the will of Hashem. You're a Hasid already. That's it. If you have the pure motive to get married, that you want to do the will of Hashem to build a vice, never be a Okay? So if you're a Hasid Be'inyan Hazer, what do you get? Ragle Hasidav Yishmor. You will make the right decision. Okay? Now. But you have to meet the conditions. The conditions of Ragle Hasidav Yishmor is, number one, make sure you're a Hasid in the Inyan. You're getting married for the right reason. Not so what the Olam Shahak with Shidduch you got. Okay? Some people drop Shidduchim because they're just afraid how their friends are going to perceive it, you know? Scary thing. That's the weakness of man. Some people go into Shidduch because they have money. Or they have Yoifi. Or other ulterior motives, not for the right reason. Okay? And then they pay the price later. Big time. Because they didn't get married for the right reasons. And I'm going to explain that to you in a second. Because I just said a very deep thing. Because even a person who gets married for the right reasons also has to work to make a good marriage, right? So I just told you that if you get married for the wrong reasons, you will suffer from it. And that's Chazal. That's not Yaakov Harari. It says if you get married for the money, That's the Chazal. The money will have wings and they will fly to the sky. You got it? Anything that you do, Shiloh Lashem Shemayim, will smack you in the face when it comes to Shaduchim. And I have to explain that also. That's also not a Poshet Okay? Zelot Davar Pashut. 
Okay? And we're talking about anxiety in Shaduchim. <laughs> you better go out. <laughs> okay, now, right? So you're listening, Rabbi Zay. So I told you that it says in Chazal that if you're going to get married for the wrong reasons, it's not going to work out. That's a Chazal. If you want to see this Chazal, if you're looking at Rabbeinu Bahya, you ever heard of him? It's one of the Shonim. He brings down this Chazal in Parashah Hayasara. Okay? You have to get married Lashem Shamayim. That's, that's like a, 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 um, a precondition. People don't hop that. It's not easy in life to be Lashem Shamayim. No, 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 no. To eat Lashem Shamayim is a Kashem To sleep Lashem Shamayim is a Kashem But when you get married, everybody's expected to do it Lashem Shamayim. It means that we're able to do it. This one thing we're able to do Lashem Shamayim because since it's a, uh, requirement that if without it, it don't work. You got it? That's what it says. It has to be Lashem Shabbat. So that's a work. You have to be Lashem Shabbat. Fine. So now you're going in and you know what's the right things you need that's going to be to make it Lashem Shabbat. Now, you could also have other things, but you have to know what's the Iker and what's the Tafel, what's the main and what's the side thing. Right? Fine. Then you go out. You have to make sure that you can get along with this person, even if she has the good criteria of what it takes to be a good person. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to see that your personalities match as much as possible and your upbringings are similar as much as possible. Right? That's why we see by Abraham Avinu, he looked for someone from his family because that's a similarity. Okay? If you want to see this topic, Ba'arichas, you can look it up in Sefer Atara Lemelech. You ever heard of him? Pam, Zechon Levrocha. Sefer Atara Lemelech. He brings down this Rabbeinu Bachya and this Midrash and explains it very clear. Right? So there is a calculation process that has to go in. Fine. But at the same time, you have to rely on Hashem. Rely on Hashem for what? Because every single Shidduch Every single marriage has work, you know? So what does it mean you rely on Hashem? You rely on Hashem that He's going to send you the one that is the most perfect for you. For you. For your avoidance hachai. And for your job of how to grow, how to become a better person, for the children that you need to bring into the world, for the circumstance you have to raise them. So that's betochen. So therefore, what am I getting nervous? I'm getting nervous that maybe she's going to be like this and like this. If she's like this and like this, this is what it's supposed to be. You understand? So here's, here's the amkis. Here's a very deep point. I don't know if the omok. So we told you, if you got married for the wrong reasons, it's going to fall on your face. Right? You marry for the right reasons, then you'll be for sure successful. For sure successful. So what's enough gemina? If every single one is difficult, so what's enough gemina? Where are you going, Shlomo? No, we're going to pray here. Wait here. What? Ah, okay. Said. Right? You got it? You listening? So everyone has a struggle. So what's the difference if the guy got married for money? And then at the end, okay, he'll struggle and he'll figure it out, right? No. Because when I went in for an ulterior motive, 
I have to, my whole basis is based on the ulterior motive. So when the ulterior motive is bottled, I can't develop a relationship from now in. However, if I went in with the right intention, that what is that, to bring children to the world, to bring Shekhinah to my house, to raise my kids, I went with the right premise of the avoid of getting married, right? And I was relying on Hashem that He's going to give me the right partner to do the avoider. And I understand that marriage is avoider. And He's going to give me the right partner to do it. And if He gives me the right partner to do it, and He gives me the siyat shmai to do it, it's going to be good. Not that it's not going to be avoider, but it's going to be good. So then, that's why you'll be successful in your marriage. And you'll have siyat shmai too. So that's the point that the Messiah Hashem is saying. The right motive, we're using marriage as an example. But that's the point. The right motive, understanding the, that everything in life that you're doing is in itself a process of avoid. So betochen means, this is a very deep shot in betochen. It's a word from Nefesh Achayim like this. Maybe next time we'll go over it deeper. Betochen in avoida. Is betochen in avoida. That means that if Hashem puts me in a job in a certain situation with certain tests, this is the avoid that He wants from me. And I rely on Him that He knows the exact path of my work and growth. And I know that since I'm relying on Him, that He will help me succeed in my path of growth. That's what Nefesh Achaim says. When Hashem told the Jewish people, Dabeh B'nai Sovi Yisro, go into the, into the, into the Yam. Right? What was He telling them? But that's alpiderech hateva. You're gonna drown, right? Hashem says, "Now I want to work with you." Lemalem derech hateva. I don't know. If it makes sense. Scary. I have to be b'teach b'Hashem in the mahalach of avoidu that He wants to work with me, and I will succeed with it. You see, that's nefesh achayim. You don't read that nefesh achayim, you'll never know that thing. He's saying a mahalach of b'tochen avoidu Hashem. So mishkalach hasidus means I look at the situations in life. As opportunities of growth. You see, that's the first step. We look at situations in life, I'm looking for a parnos, I'm looking how to make a living. I'm looking for a wife, I'm looking how to have a wife, you know. I'll worry about avoid later. No. Everything in life is avoid. The wife is avoid, the work is avoid. This whole way of growing. It's different scenarios. Right? So when I go in to make the decision, I say, listen, to me it makes sense that this is the place I can grow the most like this. And my motive is to grow. Finished. Ratzon Hashem. And then I have to calculate. And make sure that everything is worked out the way it's supposed to be. But since it is avoider, so betochen is an avoider. That Hashem is going to give me the right matzah to steig and grow in. And I'm not in charge of manipulating the results of my thought process. Right? So let's say a guy wants to go to Yeshiva. Okay? So yeah, here's a story. Guy wants to go, let's say, to the Meishiva, right? Good? He wants to go to the Meishiva. Okay? So now. Let's say his motive was pure. He wants to go to the Meishiva. His motive was pure. And he worked it out. He could have a dealer. He could have chaverim. It could work. Ahin, ahel. He did research. He found out which chaburi he could go into, whatever it may be, right? And then he goes take the fire and they tell you bye-bye. Ay, 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 ay. Right? So, a lot of people would be very upset. Correct? 
because they wanted it, they wanted it for the right reason, they did all the Ishtalas, but they forgot Betochen. Betochen means that Hashem knows what's best for your growth. And therefore, the getting in part, that's up to Him, not up to you. So some people don't like that. So then they're going to start calling and making Ishtalas maybe too much, right? Turn over the world. Again, you have to have a Rebbe to tell you what, when, where, and how. But the point is that there's a, you have to have the betochen peace in the decision making. Because at the end, Hashem said, no, go there. He's the boss. He knows what's best for Yishnaiki. So in the decision making goofy, you have to have the betochen peace. And that saves also people from A, the anxiety of making the decision. B, from the stress of making the decision, and C, from not feeling let down and hurt and busted up when their decision didn't work out the way they wanted it. You see how important the Betachan piece is? It's an extremely important piece in the decision-making process. Okay? We'll stop here for today.